0: everybody and welcome to the passion podcast my name is saura love and this is the place to be for all things to do with intimacy relating sex polarity and how we can all take more responsibility for what we experience in our lives in this podcast you'll find all the things you need to be able to understand yourself and your intimate connections more Therefore, you'll be able to experience more passion, play, and deep satisfaction in your relationships and in all other areas of your life. This podcast is for all genders and sexual orientations, though we do use a lot of heteronormative language. Masculine and feminine are qualities that are in all beings and genders. We all express both and we all need both. This is the language that I'm choosing to use here because this is my own personal experience. This is my identity and therefore informs how I show up. So I'm acknowledging this at the outset and any impact that this might create. None of this is absolute truth. There's actually no such thing that can be put into words. So if it resonates, that's awesome. And if it doesn't, that is also great. I invite you to be really open-minded and get curious about what ways this does resonate for you. Because of the challenges facing men at this time and how men are socialized in our culture, I do a lot of exploring both men and the masculine on this podcast. We explore what is needed for men to find wholeness and embodiment. We look at how women can take more responsibility and how we can more accurately support the men in our lives. We also dive into what women need from themselves, each other and from men in order to find true satisfaction. I believe that to evolve, we need to learn radical self-responsibility, but we also really need each other. Humans are truly capable of so much more depth, wholeness, and eloquence than we realize. I really hope you find this episode useful and that you find some real tangible answers that you can integrate into your life. Enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome once again to the Passion Podcast. I'm really happy to have this dear man here with me today, Dominic Cotuccio. How are you doing, Dominic?
1: Very well, thank you. And this is our second attempt at recording (laughs) because the first time the Zoom gods decided to delete our passionate conversation. So I can only imagine it's because we got dimes to drop today.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And actually it wasn't Zoom. I was playing with another program and yeah it just messed up actually two of my early recordings so here we are
1: let's blame that other sorry zoom for blaming you it wasn't (laughs) your fault we'll blame the other platform
0: yep yeah so i would love to just begin by you having a moment to share a little bit about who you are and what you do what you're up to in the world
1: cool cool uh, so once again, my name is Dominic Cortuccio. I run The Great Man Within Community. The Great Man Within Community is it's a collection of hundreds of men around the world who are doing inner work to become better leaders, fathers, partners, and men. A lot of these guys um, have been lone wolfing their lives. Lone wolfing means going about your life mentally, emotionally, spiritually on your own. These guys are finding themselves publicly decorated, like successful, but privately confused as to why their lives don't feel better and have come together. And they're usually the only one in their communities or their social circles who are thinking about this stuff. So they feel a little bit alone and isolated. And so they come to our community and join one of our masterminds where we're working on purpose, meaning, discovering who you are at your best. And uh, I've been doing this work for the last six years my first 15 years was in corporate financial services, you know, working for a Fortune 100 company. So I was around a lot of a lot of these guys who were, you know, publicly decorated, privately confused, and that's why I built what I built.
0: Mm, beautiful, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's quite quite a shift there.
1: It sure is, <laughs> and it, and at the same time, it, it it's it's it is quite a shift, but it also felt like uh, the next, like the logic, like the the the, the right rec mm-hmm. step. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Well, we were talking before about how you have quite a unique and in a way intimate view into both the masculine and feminine. Do you want to share with people a little bit about how you have that unique view into that the things you're involved in?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking asking that question. So like I just mentioned, you know, my my day-to-day work, like I'm swimming in 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 like in communities and environments of guys, right? Men doing this deep inner work on themselves, trying to figure out their purpose, also working on their emotional lives, you know, because they've been emotionally walled off and learning how to reconnect with those feelings, connecting with other guys, healing old wounds, all that stuff. And then also, you know, obviously diving into the realms of sexuality and intimacy that most guys don't talk about, you know, all, most sex education is pornography and that's the worst form. right? So that's like my day-to-day life. And- On Instagram, which is really like the the social channel I've gotten most passionate about since, you know, maybe about seven or eight months ago, I've really started publishing daily content and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's taken off in in the sense of it's, it's been well, very well regarded. I speak for men. I'm trying to reach men, but 60% of my followers are women. Yeah. (laughs) And, and like, if you ever read any of my comments, whenever I'm talking about, you know, here's how to identify a trustworthy man or here are the characteristics of a man with depth. Here's what a man, you know, who's worked on hit, you know, who's opened his heart looks like the, the, the people who are commenting and sharing 90% women. And, you know, it's, it's always, this is so beautiful. Or where the hell are these guys? You know, like, I, and how do I find them? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of cheering. There's a lot of optimism. There's also a lot of despair and I get a lot of DMS of, you know, from women who are like, how do of I course. get my guy? So it's, it's a really kind of cool juxtaposition of, um, you know, just, just seeing the overlap of what both sides are working on.
0: Right. Beautiful. Yeah. Do you, and do you
1: see that in your work too. Like, I know you, you have a passion talking to both.
0: Exactly. Men and women. Yeah. 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 That's exactly, that's exactly my realm of main fascination is really, Really healing the lines of separation between the masculine feminine inside of us and in our relationships and You know like there's all this all this stuff that you should niche down to one specific target market But I just I feel so driven. I don't feel I don't feel like it would be possible for me to remove either men or women from my target market and maybe that will change over time, but it just makes zero sense in my being in my body. So I have to remain in, in integrity to that deep internal guidance.
1: I feel, I feel you on that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very similar and it, what's interesting about this has kind of been some confirmations that I'm supposed to be talking to both groups where one of my favorite things to do on my Instagram is I'll run these, you know, Instagram polls where in my story, I'll ask women, I'll say, Hey, you know, Hey ladies, why don't we co-create some content here And I'll, I'll ask a question. I'll say in the bedroom, you know, what, what you need in order to feel safe is dot, dot, dot. Right. And fill in the blank and I'll get like crazy amount (laughs) of responses. And, and then I'll take that and then I will, I'll look for the themes and then I'll be able to articulate it and package it in a way that's digestible for men.
0: Right. So,
1: right. So when I post it, Then you know, like some of my most popular posts are, you know, she wants to know. And the the most recent series I've been doing is in the bedroom. She wants to know, and then I'll put a couple of bullet points under there. What ends up happening is women are like, yes, finally, someone who gets it. And then the guys are kind of like, oh, that's what she wants. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I'm I'm breaking it down for you, fellas. And it's and it's not me who's saying it. It's, uh, you know, they're the ones who have populated it, and I'm just packaging it in a way that like you know you can you can read and understand it so it it feels like a you set you set an intention for us before we jumped on the recording um and and i don't know if like you're gonna put it in the the audio but you know you even said heal the lines of division between the masculine and the feminine and this is one of the ways that we can do that is just you know by talking to both groups and bringing it together
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's so cool. And I just, I just want to share with everybody that, uh, your content, um, on Instagram is totally banging. It's really, it's really (laughs) popping off. It's just like, it's, you know, know when you read those things, it just like strikes this deep resonant chord of truth in a, in, as you said, a very accessible and digestible way. So I Definitely recommend everyone to go check that out. And I'll put the links in the show notes, obviously. Yeah. So basically, from there, yeah, I would love to talk about from your unique perspective. Um, what is your experience of what polarizes and depolarizes in relationships?
1: Sure. So polarity, right? It's a term that gets used a lot. I don't know if everyone's familiar with it, but you know, so just to hit the basics and not to offend anybody who's you know like well down the road on this, but. You know, they think about the two poles of magnetism, opposites attract, right? You have North pole, South pole, you know, the magnets, right? And the more polarized one side is, it will attract the other side. It's, it's a much stronger connection. And, you know, one of the obvious uh, in the masculine and the feminine language, that vernacular, when something is, is very masculine and something is very feminine, they tend to attract each other. Which creates that, like that heat, that chemistry. And we all have, you know, we're all on the spectrum where we have, I have masculine elements, I have feminine elements, right? You have feminine elements and you have masculine elements. It just so happens that, like, you are a much more feminine being and you're also a woman. I'm a much more masculine being and I'm also a man. I identify as as a man. And knowing these things, then it gives us this opportunity to kind of like really explore what feels good and alive and energizing and natural for me to align with. And some of these elements of like, you know, masculine embodiment are, you know, leading, right? Setting space, holding, right? Like the structure that one of the greater, one of the better analogies I've heard about this is in nature, if we look at like a river and riverbeds, the river bed is the thing that's holding space for the river to flow through it the river bed by itself is is it it, it that's the masculine structure without water flowing through it the river bed's pretty boring <laughs> right it's it's just structured yeah it's kind of depressing you know you look at it like ah oh, you go oh. hiking you're like oh man i wish water was flowing through that right right the 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 water flowing through it is that feminine it's flowing and it's always moving. Now take the opposite side of that where if there is no structure, if there is no riverbed and the water's just like flooding, you know, you have you have floods, you have tsunamis, these kinds of things or just water trickling everywhere and you know mud mud swampy, that ain't so sexy either, right? Right. So when these two things work together, it creates something beautiful that we see in nature. And it's also something that's beautiful that we can kind of create in, in relationship. So I'll kind of finish this and maybe throw a question back to you, which is when we're looking at how do we kind of, how do we create that in our relationship dynamics and then, you know, sexual magnetism, I'm curious for you as a feminine being, right? like what when you, when you want to be in your feminine, what are some of the things that a masculine being can do that allows you to kind of just release needing to be in charge or needing to lead or to think, and then just drop into your feminine being that goes, this feels really good.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. I love that question. I mean, one of the first really simple things that comes to mind is if just say I'm going out to a restaurant or something like that with a man and he Well, for starters, it starts earlier than that, um, for him to actually plan the date and take charge in creating the container for our experience. And instead of being like, Oh, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? If he starts with, we're going to this place at at this time, you're going to be ready, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing is like, Oh yeah, that, that already feels like super exciting, super good in my body. And then things like opening the door. And Mm -hmm. when I'm walking on the street, the first thing that I was thinking is this, it seems really simple, but it does something very strong in my system. When I'm walking on the street with a man and he's actually, you know, tracking what's going on around us, he's watching for the the traffic and he's guiding us across the road. And when I feel that, and I can like literally just hold on to a man, The energy that I can allow in my system of not having to track every little thing, not having to see who's looking at me, who's, you know, is there any danger, you know, these kind of things that the energy of, of the sweet, just surrendered feminine that can move through my body is really strong. And these things might seem like, like small things, but when they're built upon and built upon the level of unraveling that can happen within a feminine system is profound. Yes. Profound.
1: Heart opens, um, you know, your, 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 your body will open. Pleasure will be allowed in. There'll be an, an ability to go further, you know, wanting to dive deeper and, maybe, maybe, to, maybe to make this even, you know, to take this and make it even more tangible for some of your male listeners. Yeah. Great. Um, here's an example from my life as a man dropping into my feminine. Okay. And when we say feminine, you know, part of, part of like that feminine is also receiving. Right. So if you think about masculine, even in, in like the, the, the term of sex, right, you're talking about masculine penetrates and feminine receives. And so one of the things that uh, I, I love to work out, I have this fitness trainer, she's amazing. And at the end of some of our workouts, like she'll stretch me out. Now, one of the things, she, she's, a, she's, a, she's, a, she's an exceptional trainer. She's okay at stretching. And sometimes <laughs> she, she takes me too far yeah. when I'm stretching. She'll put my leg too far, she'll do it too quick. She won't yeah. be paying attention to my edges. And sometimes I'll be like, ow, stop, you know? And, yeah. um, and, and it'll hurt. Yeah. And what that does for me is I can't relax when I'm being stretched. I have to be on guard and constantly monitoring the situation. And, and that takes away from my ability to get like, to get the stretch, to get the cool down. I have a massage therapist who's exceptional and I go to see him afterwards and he, he knows the boundaries. He's very attuned. Like when he, Mm -hmm. when he gets to one of my edges, you know, we've, we've already calibrated that at the beginning, like we spoke about it at the beginning. Hey, is, you know, he'll say, is this too far? Is this the right? And he learned my language where he no longer needs to ask me verbally. Right. So this is like, I mean, there's a great there's there's almost there's, this is a really great analogy for sex and, and with sex with your partner. At first he and I needed to talk about like, how far could I bend my leg or you know my arms or whatever, how hard he could like, you know, press into my body when he's massaging me. And over time he learned it. Where now when I go into the room, my entire body relaxes before I even get on the table. Cause I know I'm in good hands. I don't have to say a damn thing. And when I walk out of there, I'm a new man. When you're with your partner sexually, up front, you need to learn language, like you were saying. Sora. like, you want the door open for you. Some women don't. You have to learn the language of the person in front of you. True. And 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 too many guys think, oh, I've read that women want chivalry. I want. I, I've learned women want this. Oh, like y- y- the other example you gave was the formula. Uh, right. I want the formula. Oh, yeah. oh, you said that I'm just going to tell you where we're going to dinner next guy who, you know, guy's going to walk away <laughs> and try that. And his woman's going to be like, who the hell is telling that we're going to, you didn't even ask me where I want to, you know, and then all of a sudden it blows up. Like, it's <laughs> like, you want that, which is awesome. But the guy, like, you need to know what you're dealing with. There is no formula, except the formula for the human being in front of you. And you Beautiful. need to learn that.
0: From your experience as a man, I'm curious to know what you feel about when a woman wants a man to be more polarized in his masculine yeah so for starters i'm in the inquiry with if it even is like to what degree is it helpful and sustainable and balanced for a a woman to call a man into that or should she maybe just pick another man you know
1: great question Yeah. Great. Great. So yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. If the the man we're talking about here is not in his masculine, she wants him to be more in his masculine. We have to first understand like, what is this man's natural being? Right.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Right. If this man's natural being, right. If his essence is deeply masculine, but maybe he's not in that space because he's been taught it's unsafe or, you know, created some story that talked him out of it, or he's unsure of himself. And he needs to do some work to unlock that part of him that's masculine, then great. Like if you know, maybe, maybe she can see that. And it's like, okay, then if he's open to doing the work and you know, she can help him like kind of you know by doing her own thing and being in her feminine, evoking that from him. Now we're in business. But if she like wants a masculine being and he's not that guy. And she's asking him to step into a place where he's like acting and performing. That is a losing situation for everybody. I see it all the time. I see it happen. One of the things that I see is we have women who are in their masculine, right? Because they've learned how to be in their masculine, or maybe because their, you know, their essence is masculine. They want an agreeable guy. So they go and find a guy who's agreeable, which a part of it is like, he's in his feminine. He doesn't want to lead. She gets to lead. But then she also wants her cake and eat it too. You know, yeah. I want to lead, but now I want you to lead. And I want you to be the mess. And then you tell me where to go to. And it it's doesn't so work. It happens. And, and it's 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 a way oftentimes of her avoiding her own. You talk about radical responsibility. That's it. I see this all the time, especially yeah. in my comments on Instagram. It's like I see a lot of a lot of complaints, yeah, from women about guys, and I can see in the complaint, I can feel the energy in the complaint. I'm like, there's no way. Right. a guy is going to lead with that energy present right, right. i could see why it's, you're you're upset because you're putting it out there in that way so does that answer your
0: question yeah yeah i still want to dive more into it because yeah this is just i feel like this is a big piece of where it's at with women with the radical self responsibility that we need to learn um because you know no one's no one's doing anything from it, it's just a lack of education is what i'm trying to say yeah you know it's, it's everyone is essentially innocent it's just we haven't been taught these things so here we are yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but basically it comes down to two big pieces for me and one is yeah understanding what a man's actual natural essence is and real learning how to actually Call a man more into that, but I think a lot of it really is about discernment and I think a lot of it is that we are Getting into connections coming from a place of lack and need and like looking to fill a void and coming from a place of like desperation to experience eros and all kinds of things like that and that's that is one of the main reasons why i am choosing to be in a chapter of being single and alone right now for a a a good chapter even though i've done that numerous times as i've spoken about before on this podcast i'm doing it again because i'm really wanting to root out any last layers of not enough of lack of need and really meet that within myself. And, and it's been amazing. It's been really amazing. I'm really able to find those places of, of lack and need in myself and, and meet them with my Mm. own inner masculine and feel that incredible divine union within. Um, that's
1: beautiful and that's hard work. I commend you for it.
0: Yeah. It's painful. It's painful. That's right. And you don't get to access those places and meet them without feeling the pain. That's, that's how it happens. So yeah, so there's the radical self responsibility of discernment of really, really realizing where is this man actually at, what is he actually capable of and taking more responsibility for wanting him to be something he's not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, so I ran, I ran a women's retreat three years ago. And this is a women's retreat for eight very successful women in finance, right? Mm, we're talking VPs, senior VPs, CEOs, because like, I, I, I spent 15 years in that environment. And of course, yeah. These are women who spent 20 to 30 years. So these were women in their 40s and 50s in a male-dominated environment. And they were the cream of the crop, right? They they ascended to this level. And now many of them are feminine essence beings who put on a cloak of masculinity to succeed in that environment, right? right? And, and that armor doesn't come off. Like when you walk through your door at, you know, at night, it, it stays on. And one of the big conversations that ended up coming up around this was like, they're all their relationships were depolarized.
0: Of course.
1: Like they directed the relationships with their, with their, all of them, I think were in heterosexual. Yeah. All of them were in heterosexual partnership. And I would say almost to a person, you know, not almost, not, not all of them to a person, but like many of them had discussed, I'm frustrated with my guy because, you know, he. what do you want to do for dinner? Where do you want to go on vacation? What are we doing tonight? Like it would always defer to her, but she was the one who set it up that way. You know, like she was the one who came home 20 years ago and he would make recommendations. She would shut him down. No, I'd rather do this. And then over time, like, she just decided to, she, she created all of that. Like she, she was the one who took charge. And so we have to look at how we've been complicit in creating the dynamics of our lives that we say we don't want. And if I'm pointing the finger a little bit too, too much at women, I'm not trying to, I'm just, uh, because no. there's, plenty, there's plenty of examples I can give you with guys. Yeah, but how, we're just addressing
0: we that angle right now. That's right now. all. That exactly. doesn't mean that there's not other angles and there's not pieces for the men. We're just addressing this specific piece right now.
1: Thank you. thank you. Yeah, because we, we I got plenty to say about what guys do right. exactly. to screw everything up. Exactly. Um, and, and I do that in a sense of play because we're, we're all doing the best we can with what we have right now. And it doesn't feel like it, but, uh, but we're, you know, if, if we knew the magic wand, like we, we would wave it if we, if we knew exactly what to do differently.
0: Yeah. I'm learning more and more and more how much of the responsibility is in women's hands. You know, that, that's, that's the lens that I am viewing from right now and exploring. And it's just so crucial for a woman to choose a man that she has enough respect for that she can find the places within herself not to blame because what I'm really, what I'm really seeing is that there's two points here I wanna share that when a woman wants her man to be more in his masculine, she can step more into her feminine. How can she call that out without being like, I want more of this, which is being in her masculine. How can she actually step more into the receptive role and be more of a vibrational match? And, you know, with the right man, that's going to call it out. And if, if, if he's not capable of it, then that's not going to work.
1: I'm thinking of my, my best friend, Keith and his wife, Kim, who are both very successful at what they do. Keith runs his own business, and, and Kim is big in finance. And both of them could be breadwinners by themselves, right? They're they're both very successful. They have two kids, two girls under the age of ten. Um, Kim is 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 oriented a lot in her masculine, like she's the one who plans everything, and you know, vacations and routine, like lists and to dos. And Keith is much more in his feminine. Even though he's a very successful businessman, he's much more in his feminine feelings. He's the one who does like all the inner work, and she's the one kind of like. You know, he he has to prod her to bring her along. Kim for many years had complaints about Keith's ability to lead in the family. And Keith has worked on this and started to step into the role as a leader, where you know, like she used to pick apart his leadership because she didn't feel safe in it. And eventually, once he got stronger in that masculine, like he did have that ability to step in and, and to like hold his ground when she challenged him yes. to. Right To to know which parts of her complaints were accurate and other parts were maybe a little bit destructive and to say no, right? right? And when that started to happen, then she started to relax. Of course. And the way this manifested in a beautiful way, they just ended up buying this new house. And I went over not too long ago and Kim has this gift for interior decoration. And I got to see these different rooms of the house that she had this vision for like the game room, walked me in there and there's like beautiful blue colors. And she has like all the board games. She has like the pool table. She has the food, uh, The, the uh, there's um, a shuffleboard table that she created. And then the dining room area was all green and has like a jungle theme. And it's, wow. it's vibrant and playful. And I feel alive when I walk in each of these rooms. I'm like, Kim, you did this? And, she, and, and you could see her light up inside. And, and Keith's telling me, that is the stuff that she loves to do. And she wasn't able to do it when she was running the whole house. Like, but Keith can now lead in those areas that she was leading and it allows her to play.
0: Yes.
1: And she's so much lighter and her light has, like I she's so bet. much brighter. It was <laughs> it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing to witness how they worked on that together.
0: Mm, delicious. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So I remember the point And that was all about how you know it's definitely a huge huge bill for men to actually like step into the full embodied masculine and to really be able to like hold a woman in an eloquent and solid way you know it is like it's it's massive what a man has to do in in himself to do that and the only reason he would want to do that is because of the why if it is going to help number one help him to be the man that he desires and wants to be and number two if he's going to be winning you know like if he's going to be winning at it so as women we need to help our man win
1: yeah you know,
0: and help him lead Badly even allow him to lead badly, especially at first as he's learning. Yep as he's learning as he's learning You know, so there's 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 a lot that women can do in order to support a man without being like Using words and saying I need you to do this and be this by actually worshiping her man respecting and honoring and devoting to him and and helping him to feel like he's winning
1: Yes. That's big is that encouragement. And one of the things I, I took, uh, some, some, I did some work with John Wineland, you know, a year Beautiful. with John Wineland who, mm. uh, David Dada if you've ever read the way, the superior man, one of his you know most well-known disciples is John Wineland. So he teaches a lot of David Dada's stuff. And you know, in, 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 in that work, you have a lot of masculine beings and feminine beings coming to practice being more and masculine, more and feminine. And exactly what you were just saying is, you know, there are, there are men who are kind of like baby deer who don't have their footing underneath them and trying to learn how to lead and aren't doing it effectively. But, you know, the feminine being the, in this case, women, you know, need to kind of like, just praise that and, and, and kind of nudge the things that are working, even exactly. though there's more work to be done of course. And, and here's the payoff when you're talking about winning, like, what, 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 what is the actual payoff for a guy when he learns how to lead in this space? Yeah. Cause like you were saying it is a lot of work Yeah, and one of the, huge. it's, it's, it's an intensive and, and especially guys are like, listen, I'm working all day long, you know, I'm yeah. coming home and I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And like, this is the place where I feel like I should be able to lay it down and relax. And okay. Part of that is true. The other part of it is nothing that's worth having comes without work, right? And relationships, of, you know, right at the top of that list. And the, the payoff is when, when you start to learn how to lead and your partner trusts that, right? Like validates that leadership, loves it. Her 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 validation of that will will fill your tank. But also when it comes to intimacy and romance and sexuality, when she opens up and that energy infuses back into you, right? Like when, when your woman is happy and alive and loving and vibrant because of the space you've created and the attention that you've paid and the safety you've provided and the leadership, it just fills your tank. And then when she's in bed and she's open and she's going to places and she's in pleasure and she's pleasuring you. The nourishment yeah. that we as masculine beings, that is the river that is then flowing through our riverbeds. That that is electricity. That is life. That's the payoff. We feel that in like these real, like, you know, guys who aren't doing this work, we we steal that stuff. We steal that shit in like little ways of just having sex or like, you know, doing the thing and getting at, like extracting, it's almost like, you know, plugging your, plug into her socket and taking it out and then going away. No, what we're talking about is if you're playing the game, like committed to it, you're always plugged in to each other and you're giving her, she's giving you and it's that reciprocal thing where one plus one equals 20 and that's that's what winning looks like.
0: Mm, beautiful. Yeah, that feels really good in my body. <laughs>
1: Feels good for me too. I just want to soak it. I want to soak in that, man. Because I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I'm in. I'm. 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 I'm in a period of non-partnership, 14 months, something like that. And so, nice. With these words, I'm creating what it is that I want to step into.
0: Beautiful. I Love that. So we've kind of talked a little bit about from this perspective of women, more of what women can do in this. I'm wondering if you have any more advice for men around this particular topic of being more in their masculine and supporting a woman to be more in her feminine.
1: I'm thinking about one of my favorite podcast episodes that we did, it was an interview with a woman named Hannah Deendorfer. So I run the great man within podcast. So um, we it's can probably- It's awesome
0: by the way, everybody, make sure you get over there. It's literally one of my favorite podcasts. It's supposed to be for men, but I adore it. It's Thank very you informative, so much. yeah.
1: Yeah, we we have so many women who are uh, flies on the walls. They're like, "Oh, that's what guys are thinking. About. Right. That's what guys want to know." You right? know? There you go. <laughs> and Hannah Diendorfer, um is a, a women's coach, and she teaches women around a number of things, but sexuality being one of them. And we had her come on the convo on the podcast, and did one of our most popular podcasts, I think, of 2021, called "A Step by Step Blueprint to Getting Your Woman to Open Up in Bed."
0: Ooh. Right?
1: this one crazy, like, like all the, when I posted yeah. it on my socials, like the women who <laughs> listened to her, like, oh my God, this is exactly what I want. And <laughs> it was so practical and tactical, like, all right. So here's some of the things, right. That men can do. And Hannah, very, 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 very explicitly said the, the, if you want your woman to open up in bed, then the space you create for her needs to be set Well outside the bedroom. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Look how quickly you responded. (laughs) Your face was a matter of fact. You're like, exactly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And what so so one of the things she says is have a conversation. Invite your woman in a beautiful way, like the seductive way, and kind of like, hey, honey, how'd you like to sit down? maybe you know later on tonight when you know or maybe this weekend when you have time when when some of the responsibilities of your life have settled and we don't have to rush through anything and we get to talk about what it is that you love in the bedroom like what it is that you love to be warmed up right would you be down for having that conversation of course and just so you know none of this is about me it's all about like this beautiful exploration of what do you want mm. yeah okay she's there you know she's, yeah. she's a yes to that <laughs> yeah and when i pulled my instagram community i said hey how many of you have had a guy invite you to a conversation like that mm. and like 85 percent of women were like never you know so automatically <laughs> you have an 85 percent chance of being the first guy who's <laughs> ever <laughs> who's 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 ever <laughs> invited her to this conversation <laughs> that's that. Okay. So there you go. Like that, that's one thing when win, exactly winning <laughs> and, and then it's kind of like, okay, you get to that conversation and, um, you know, it's so, so getting curious around. So sweetheart, like, what are some of the things that, that I've done in the past that have worked for you, you know, like before we get into the bedroom, like what, what allows you to relax and to feel like you're ready to get into the mood what are the, some of the things that I have nothing to do with that, you know, create your ability to be open, right? Cause maybe part of it is maybe she's stressed out, or maybe she's right. in a, a part of her, a stage in her menstrual cycle where, right. right. Maybe her autumn phase or her winter phase, where, where she's much more inward knowing these things, um, you know, what are some of the things that we can do together leading up to that could create that opening how do I create space and time where you feel like we're not on the clock or kids aren't waiting, you know, in other bedroom, like, what can we do? Just those questions. And then you can start to ask the questions about the bedroom. What do you like to be touched? You know, what are our language points? Like, you know, fantasies you want to explore. It's, I'll never forget. I was at this, this, this really cool party called a fest it's put on by mind Valley, but you know, vision, Lakiani. And, uh, they have the great speakers, Dan Savage, um, who has you know been in the uh, relationship space for 30 years. He's a gay man who made uh, who, who used to like answer people's questions in newspapers, but then has a really popular podcast called Savage Love. He made his he made he became famous by browbeating heterosexual people for their stupid questions, you know about <laughs> about, about love and relationships. And it turns out like we love we love being browbeat by a gay man who's like. <laughs> You're being stupid. And he said, I never forget when he went on stage, he goes, it is true that gay couples have more sex and better sex than straight couples for this very reason. And it's these four words that gay couples, gay people will always uh, use at the beginning of their sexual endeavors together. What are you into? Nice asking them, what are you into? Because in the same sex world, especially when it comes to guys, you actually can't assume that say penetration is the thing because 70, he said, 25% of men don't have intercourse with each other. So you can't assume, right? right. That wow. intercourse is the thing that's touching and topping and bottoming. And you need to actually, but when it comes to heterosexual stuff, it's like, we don't it's, talk about any wow. of that. Stuff. All assumptions. So this container is about what are you into.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. That's how how really does that good. land with you?
1: Like so so you're yeah. now sitting there as so well, like talk talk about what about that worked for you and what would you want more of or how would you modify that for you?
0: Yeah. I mean, that feels great in my system. That would feel so, so encouraging. And because I feel like I don't know don't remember when I said this. I think I said it on a recent podcast, but like what is safety and safety is the being allowed to be who you are, you know, and mm. in, in being supported mm-hmm. to be who you are, including your desires, your fantasies, your preferences, all that stuff, you know? So the only, the only piece that I would add in there is maybe, uh, depending who the woman is and how, it, how it's coming through, but for the man to reassure her, you know, that like, it's all welcome to reassure her that it's all welcome. And then when she does share, to show that he's welcoming that and, and that that's allowed. Because that can be very, very vulnerable, if you're, especially if you're exp- expressing about some fantasy that you've never experienced before. Like, yeah. it can be terrifying.
1: Yes, and this, so you're bringing up a really important point here. So if you're the man and you're the space holder, and, you know, and you're going to ask her to bring forward some of these fantasies, you better be ready to hear some shit
0: that <laughs> might
1: trigger you, you know, yeah. first of all, to hear some shit yeah. <laughs> period. <Yeah>. And then, <laughs> and then to hear some shit that may trigger you. And, and if you're not ready and prepared for that, and then you, then you react, then you have mm. completely destroyed the container. Yeah. So you like this, this is where men need to know like how much you're actually capable of. You actually need to know your, 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 your capacity um to hold the space and so if you're if you're someone who's like listen i can handle anything that you know any fantasy she's got she wants to be with like three other dudes you know like okay like bring that in there like you can talk about it if you're a guy that may feel insecure about her bringing in a toy or bringing in like i want a threesome fantasy and you're gonna then judge her if you're not ready for that then you are going to destroy any trust and credibility so be very cognizant of if you're going to open you're going to ask her to open up. You better be ready to hold what she brings back.
0: Right. Yeah. So I would love to know what, in your experience, what are some of men's main struggles that they they experience, especially with intimacy and sexuality?
1: Yeah. Wow. So there's a how much more time do we have in this podcast? The loud. The loudest one I hear is yeah, a man feeling. Um inadequate in bed, right? Like like performance, whether it's the size of his dick, it's um, how long he lasts his ability to satisfy his partner, you know, the length of time that he can perform, you know losing an erection, popping off too quickly, you know these are all things that consume a lot more of a man's mind and mental space than I think a lot of women understand. Yeah. And I would say, most guys have, have been on the business end of something that they would consider to be embarrassing or mask emasculating. And then, and then their partner being like, what's wrong. Right. And, and these are the two words that I always, you know, I, 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 I share with women. I'm like, remove these words from your vocabulary. When, when something like this happens, like when a man loses direction or he uh, finishes too quickly, when he doesn't want to, the two words to eliminate are what's wrong.
0: It's great advice,
1: right? Because then he experiences it. Like there's something wrong with me. There's a problem. This is now a shame situation. He's going to be defensive. He's going to shut down. It's going to become a psychological thing. And when I've spoken to women about this, oftentimes it's with the best of intentions. Sometimes it's with the best of intentions. Sometimes it's, they feel there's something wrong with them, right? Like, oh, he lost his erection. Am I not attractive? Right. And so there's that discomfort in them and they're trying to like put, push it onto him and not, not intentionally, like we're, we're all again, doing the best we can with what we've got. And we're, right. we're you know, so in those situations, if we're talking to women, uh, when I've been in those situations, you know, the, like the most beautiful responses are just kind of a smile and, and, and kind of like a, an embracing and say, you know, she, she's like a, a woman has said to me, Hey, sweetheart, how are you feeling? What are you feeling right now? Yeah. It's a very different experience than the panicked, you know, like eyes over what's wrong. And now now I'm backpedaling. And, and those moments where it's like, hey, sweetheart, what are you feeling right now? And then I'm able to articulate, I don't know, like something in my body, something happened. What, here's what was going on in my mind. Here's where I'm at. Now we're communicating. And now we're now we're at a deeper level of communication and trust and intimacy. Yeah. The next time sex is happening, intimacy is happening. It's better from that place
0: versus yeah. worse. Yeah. Beautiful okay well I would love to just kind of wrap it up with inviting you to ask me anything
1: if there's something that you would want all men to know about how to create safety in the bedroom for you in particular because I think what you know what's personal for you can be universal for many you know many lovers in many situations so what is something that like, a man could do to create either a space or an experience that would allow you to feel safe, surrendered, and open? What is something he could do there? And then also, what could he expect to receive in return?
0: Mm, Beautiful. Well, definitely have one main point, at least for me, for my body, and in the beginning, definitely not necessarily the whole time, but in the beginning, go slow. and even slower than that and even slower than that and like extend every little bit out and give my body time to unfurl especially in a new connection it's a lot it's a lot as for me to open to a new a new partner a new lover it's there's there's so many gates um so to speak within a woman's sexuality there's so many layers of gates and especially if you know my own flavor is is definitely very energetic you know it's like i'm definitely very much a shapeshifter but it's it's primarily energetic if the energy connection isn't there it's not going to happen And for me, the energy connection is being aware, you know, part of the energy connection is being, when I can feel a man can feel his body and is aware of my body and the interaction, just that alone is already going to open so many gates for me. And then if he extends each thing like, and makes me want it so much, like whatever that next level of anything is and extends it even beyond that, oh my God, the level of opening that I can, like no man has ever actually gone as slow as I absolutely desire ever. Mm. and. Uh, And I feel like I feel like that is something that doesn't need to happen every time for sure. But I feel like especially when you're in the establishing stages, and maybe once every now and then, to to do that. And for me, like when I kind of feel a man there with me, giving my body all the time in the world to really unravel every little bit. Holy moly, the (laughs) levels of openness that I'm able to experience when someone takes more time. And then we can go all kinds of places. We can go to the most incredibly primal, uh, all kinds of places. You know, it can Mm -hmm. get raw and deep and amazing, you know, but to establish that gradualness And, and also what really works for me, it's like, it's like the breath, it's the in and the out breath, you know? So it's like, if we're going somewhere more intense and then to kind of bring it back again, to bring it Mm -hmm. back down and like explore different realms from like subtle and gentle and tender to like more hot and powerful to more like, kinky and naughty and playful and then and repeat you know and just yes. like the whole the whole gamut the whole gamut that's that's definitely <laughs> gonna take me to amazing places and that's
1: be- that's yeah. beautiful and, and just to like to, to 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 name this one more time like you said go slower than slow and then slower than that and that no man has ever taken it as slowly as you would have wanted it to. And I, I believe that you you would speak for many women in that regard. Right. And, and guys, what this means is, is like, I know that our bodies get really excited and there's a lot of energy that's in yeah. there. And we haven't learned, you know, I mean, and, it's, and it's, so, it's such a rare feeling to feel that in our bodies. And we need to start training to circulate that energy to be with it. Because what you're talking about is like you said, once you are open, and that can take a lot of, you know, that could take time. That could take half an hour, forty-five minutes, an hour. It could take whatever it is. But once you're there, then you can get primal. Then you can get nurturing. Then you can go fast and slow. Like, the, like you are now in a portal that that like that takes a while to open. But once you're there, it is Disneyland. You know, <laughs> and, 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 and that is worth it.
0: yeah yeah and just just to express that just because a woman is into it and open and wet and can actually experience some really amazing lovemaking that doesn't mean that there's not like a thousand more degrees to it if there was even if it was stretched out even more
1: sure exactly so Guys, there's the, uh, there's the reward. You're, you're hearing it, right. There's get that fruit and yeah. a, you know, do, do that work.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Well, that feels like a good place to end. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Dominique. I really, really appreciate it. Um, especially cause you've come on twice now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to share with people where they can find you online and I'll include it in the show notes as well?
1: Great. And yeah, I think this was uh, like, we had a good first conversation. I think this was the next level conversation. So I'm glad we had it. I would love anyone who's listening to come follow on Instagram. I post daily and this is the stuff that you, you talked about being on fire. Uh, It's really good. I love, I love uh, love sharing my musings there. And then the great man within podcast is, is like, you know, if you like the daily doses, like the, the bite-sized pieces on Instagram, that's the podcast is where you get to go deeper 45 mm-hmm. to 60 minute episodes around habits, performance, but like sexuality, intimacy, you know, what men want. And there's, I don't know, 300 episodes on there. i yeah. have been doing it for years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a treasure trove of gold if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. You awesome. Well, thank you once again for your time and Thank you, all you listeners, for showing up and, and listening. I hope you got some gold from this, and we hope to catch you again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. I really hope you were able to get something helpful from this I would love to request if you found anything in this helpful or useful, it would be so deeply appreciated for you just to take a moment to rate and review this podcast. But what I really, really, really would love is for you to please actually send this podcast to anyone that you think would actually benefit from it. No, but seriously, could you please do this? This takes a lot of work and I'm not making any money from this. And it would just feel like such beautiful, sacred reciprocity if you took a moment to do this. It really, really, really helps to get the word out there. And you have no idea how much it helps me and helps the podcast and helps my work when you actually share it with people that are gonna benefit from this. This world of podcasting is quite peculiar. And that I'm just sitting here in my bedroom creating all this magic by myself. And I have absolutely no idea how it is being received in the world. So if you feel so inclined, I would adore to hear from you to be able to understand how this is landing. So please feel free either to let me know once again through the reviews or just direct message me. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook under Saora Love, S-A-O-R-A-L-O-V-E. If you have any particular questions or topics that you would like me to explore in this podcast, please let me know. I also have a couple of one-on-one coaching spots available right now. So if you feel so inclined, please reach out to me and let me know. I look forward to working with you one way or another, whether it's through this podcast or one-on-one or in my upcoming programs. Thanks for your time. And we hope you get to listen to us again soon. Bye.